0: have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Sunday, September 13th, and welcome to Joe's Common Sense. I'd first off like to congratulate my son Austin and his new bride Gabby on their wedding yesterday. Um, Congratulations to both of you and may you have a great love-filled life. Super happy dad today. All right, enough about the happiness. Let's get into the issues that are going on in this country of ours. So, one thing I'm having problems with, and maybe you guys can help me, you can go to my Facebook page, give me some input on this, give me feedback on systematic racism. Now, maybe it's because I'm white. So, because I'm white, I probably shouldn't talk on racism because I don't know anything about it. But yet, I look at examples in today's society trying to find where the systematic racism occurs. Now, you have several large cities that have black mayors. You have several large cities that have black chief of police. You know, we've seen several black chiefs of police retire because of these protests. You have many police officers that are black. You have many city council people that are black. You have many people in industry, uh, private industry that are black. You have people in you know, running companies that are black. You have black athletes in sports. You have you know black people in movies. You have all this stuff going on. I don't see where systematic racism is occurring. And you know, we talked about these facts last week that like point zero 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 four percent of cases actually involved somebody not fleeing arrest being shot. And 0.00003% are the actual cases of people who flee. So the numbers are so staggeringly low, considering all the police contacts that there are every year. But that's systematic racism. Okay, I spent a lot of time in the court system. Late 80s, early 90s. I did a year internship in federal probation when I was in college. So I prepared uh, pre-Sutton's reports, Um, I was able to interview people who had been arrested in the federal system. It was very, very interesting. You meet a lot of interesting people who are caught up in the federal system. You know, a pair of brothers who robbed banks, Uh, I mean, just some interesting characters. Well, anyway, so I spent a lot of time behind the scenes in the court system. And when I got out, I became a juvenile probation officer for a year in Sarpy County here in Nebraska. And then after that, I became an intensive supervision probation officer. So basically, we were responsible for high-risk felony offenders. Um, We had people on electronic monitoring through the phone system. We were kind of the first thing um, added at the time. So, I mean, I've seen the justice system. Do I think there's inherent racism in the justice system? No. And I can personally tell you that from what I've seen. I think the problem is, is you have a court system that's overloaded. You have public defenders who get paid nothing. And you give these public defenders a hundred cases, how are they going to have time for anything? Whereas I can go pay fifteen hundred dollars for an attorney who's going to pay attention to my thing. Do I think that's racist? No. Do I think that's a product of the court system and this country and entrepreneurship and business? Yes, I do. You know the problem is we have a system that's overburdened. We have people who are being charged for stuff that they shouldn't be charged for. We have jails full of people, of things that they shouldn't be in jail for. But do I believe there's systematic racism from my point of view in the time that I've spent in the justice system behind the scenes? I I don't believe there is. So somebody could just tell me, we just throw that term out there. First of all, you know, racist, racism is just, you know, it's so diluted right now. It really has no meaning. You know, when you comment on something that somebody calls you a racist, I don't even consider that anymore because it's just used like it's everyday talk. So I'm just kind of curious where the systematic racism occurs. Especially you have all, like LeBron James. LeBron James, where have you had systematic racism in your life? I mean, out of high school you were making millions and millions of dollars. I mean, now LeBron James has done good for the community, don't get me wrong. He has a school he sponsors. You know, he just can't stick with the team through thick and thin. When things get rough, LeBron James leaves the team. But he has done good for the community. But for him, once again, to say that that black police officer got up wanting to shoot someone is, is, is not the right thing to say. That's not accurate. Based on the statistics, that's not an accurate portrayal at all. But that's how, I guess, what feeds into the systematic racism. And once again, since I'm white, I probably shouldn't be talking on systematic racism. But it's time we get this defined. What does this mean? Where is this present? You know, we see in the Trump administration very high people in high places. The Surgeon General's African American, he's black. I mean, it's not like it used to be. I don't know. You know, I get you back in the 50s and 60s, it was horrible. I get you. That's why the Civil Rights Act happened. That's why all this stuff happened. I get it. But I don't see that anymore unless you're living in the South. Maybe that occurs in the South. I don't know. Just from my experience, I don't see it, and I just want it to find. I want somebody to tell me what it is instead of just using it all the time. You know, I'm watching the freaking NFL today. In the back of the end zone, it says, In Racism. So, a bunch of really rich athletes who play for the NFL are ending racism, or there's racism in the NFL from all the money that they make. Um, I don't get it. You know, I don't get all these protests. I don't get NBA players kneeling for Jacob Blake, who was a child rapist. Um, I mean, take the politics out of sports. We saw what happened on Thursday night's football game when they did the Black National Anthem and they all kneeled. Viewership was down about 18-19% for Thursday night's game. Now I noticed today, the game just started. So, at 12 o'clock, they broke away from the pregame show, and the game simply started with the players on the field. Because people don't want to see that. I don't. Do you? When I watch football, I want to watch football. I mean, it was fun watching the college games, even though there wasn't fans in the stand. I didn't have to see everybody's take on what they thought the politics of the day were. You know, sports, it was, used to be, an escape from politics. And then ESPN the apparently we found out how liberal ESPN really is and ESPN started to be a sports liberal news media place where they brought politics into sports. And what happened to ESPN? We saw that they've had to lay off thousands and thousands of people because viewership has plummeted on ESPN. Because nobody cares about politics. Take the politics out of the sports, please players if you have a problem do this on your own time man what do you guys do after you play maybe 16 weeks you know what do you do with your time all summer what do you do with your time for the spring why don't you do something good for your society then okay and let us know in the off season how great you're doing and when we come to sports play sports play sports and leave all this stuff out it's supposed to be an escape just I can't wait to see what the NFL viewership is, will be down after this weekend. So we'll just have to see. Enough about systematic racism. If you know what it is, go to my Facebook page, let me know, or call me a racist because I'm white and I probably shouldn't be talking about it. Something else that I kind of want to talk about is uh, you know, the whole cancel culture. The whole... You know, this person does this, that person does this. You know, but it's like they want... They want to have it all. And do you ever notice how, especially the whole MeToo movement has kind of crossed into the left, where they don't support that anymore if they're trying to support some other cause? You know, like Biden. Like Biden and Tara Reid. You know, Tara Reid needed her day in court. That's what Harris said. That's what his VP said. She needs to be heard. So the left is clamoring, me too, me too. But now that Biden's the pick, obviously, and she's the vice presidential pick, we don't hear anything else about it. So is the Me Too movement for real? Or is the Me Too movement just convenient whenever it plays for the left whenever they can get something out of it. But when it affects somebody on that side, it's okay. I mean, we see this time and time again on the left. You know, where's the whole Me Too movement with the whole Epstein, pedophilia, Bill Clinton ties? Where is anything on that Exactly, crickets. Can you imagine if Trump uh, went on 27 plane rides with Epstein to his island and only took his Secret Service on, like, seven of those flights? Can you imagine what the press would be doing right now, what the Me Too movement would be doing right now, what the whole liberal left would be doing right now? There'd be a meltdown. But instead... We've got Bill Clinton, pictures of Bill Clinton on the plane, pictures of Bill Clinton getting massages from little girls. And where's the Me Too movement? Why is Bill Clinton not being canceled? Why? Because that's Hillary's husband, so we can't cancel Hillary. So we are basically... Supporting the Clintons then? So we can't support the Me Too in this case, even though it involves pedophilia, and it involves Epstein and all that stuff, but we can't can't back that at the same time. I mean, the cancel culture, we can't do both. How can we do both? Can we support the Clintons, or do we uh, turn our back on pedophilia? What do we do? I mean, it's just like, okay, so like Rose McGowan and Alyssa Milano are the two original me too Once, so Alyssa milano comes out and supports biden okay so Alyssa milano is all me too i mean go back to the kavanaugh hearings oh my god you would have thought kavanaugh had risen from the depths of hell and was was satan incarnate being posted to the bench guy had the most clean background one of the best recommendations of of a supreme court justice but she supports joe biden even though Joe Biden has the stuff with Tara Reade. So Rose McGowan calls her out, calls her out. and She's like, how can you do that? What about the Me Too movement? How can you support that? I mean, and these two just go back and forth. I mean, that's what you're seeing in this cancel culture, the hypocrisy of the left is they can't support everything they want to do. Without offending someone, without stepping on someone's toes, without being called a hypocrite, without, you know, sacrificing something. But I mean, so the whole Me Too movement. So was this just for whatever? Is it for real? You know, just like with all the rioting we have going on with the Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the police defunding the police. You know, all this is going on. And basically, citizens, uh, all of us people in flyover country, so I guess that means if you don't live in L.A. or New York, um, you know, feel like it's nothing. Like, nothing's going on, their cities are fine. Um, And it's just amazing to me how the left continued to support these riots, even though they were tied to Antifa and Black Lives Matter. I mean, Jerry Nadler just got called out in Congress this week for not having a hearing on Antifa and Black Lives Matter and how they've contributed to this destabilization and how they've actually funded these riots. But now, all of a sudden, Joe Biden is coming out and condemning them. And why do we think that is? Well, once again, the poll numbers. Okay, plain and simple, it's the poll numbers. So the poll numbers were showing that citizens are tired of this. Citizens are tired of not being able to go to work or being firebombed every night or having their businesses destroyed for what? For what reason, exactly? So so do they support it or do they not support it? So if they're against the riots, are they against Antifa and Black Lives Matter? Are they anti-police? I mean, last night in, in L.A., Two police officers were ambushed and shot. As they were rushed to the emergency room, a crowd formed outside the emergency room and started chanting, "Uh, police should die, let them die, tried to storm into the ER while they were working on these two brave police officers. This is what our country's come to. This is what the left supports. Can you imagine the horror? These people are doing their jobs to protect you and me and they get ambushed? And we're going to follow them to the hospital and hope they die? What kind of people are these? What kind of values do these people have? What kind of morals do these people have? The deep left, the Soruses, that's where it's all at. You know, I saw an interesting picture of George Soros's son with Camilla Harris um, after he said that he had interviewed her and he had talked to his father, George, and they thought she'd be the perfect pick for a vice president, and suddenly she was picked. So it's the George Soros of the world, the people who want socialism to thrive. That's how he makes his money. He makes his money off destabilization. That's why he funds Antifa, he funds Black Lives Matter. But now the left is starting to eat its own. Because we can't support this while we support that, can we? We look like hypocrites. But if we don't support everything, then how can we be on the left? And we're going to see this continue to fail and fail and fail. You know, Nancy Pelosi gets caught. She comes after the hairdresser. Nobody accepts responsibility on the left. Nobody accepts responsibility. Man, Bill Clinton did wrong. Where's the Me Too people? Nancy Pelosi was wrong. Where are those people holding her accountable? These riots going on where, you know, it's time we held these people accountable. It's time we just arrested these people and put them away. It's time the left just gets over the fact that it's going to be four more years of the Trump train. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Be happy for the U.S. for once. Look at what he's doing all over the world. I mean, he's been nominated for two Nobel Peace Prizes now. Because of his work in Serbian countries for peace and in the Middle East. He's gotten several countries to recognize Israel. Israel several, two Arabian countries. That's significant, significant advancement. I mean, come on, didn't Obama get a Nobel Peace Prize for what? For what? Exactly. For bombing people every day in the Middle East, for putting kids in cages, because he started that. No? Okay. Right. Because that isn't right. I'm just a racist for saying that. <laughs> So think about that when you hear these people talk out of both sides of their mouths. It's just amazing how, depending upon what the polls say or what public opinion is, we're going to reverse our stern, heartfelt beliefs. I mean, the Me Too movement was just incredible. The way they carried on and they followed people into the elevators in the halls of Congress and the halls of Senate and they, you know, got in people's faces and they screamed and they yelled over... A lady who made it all up. It never happened. She never had one witness to corroborate it. And she walked away with like a million dollars in her GoFundMe. Wow. Pleasure doing business with you, George Soros. So let's keep that in mind as we go to the polls. I mean, you want people on the left who want our cheering police officers to die who get ambushed in the line of duty and follow them to the hospital? If that's what you support, then you're disgusting. And you can't back away from it. You have, to, you have to appease everybody on the left. I don't have to do that. I'm a Republican. Do I sometimes get annoyed with Trump? Yes. Do I wish sometimes it'd be off Twitter? Yes. Do I think he's doing right things with this country? Hell yes. I mean, the unemployment rate is the same as it was under Obama. 8.4%. And this is after this pandemic. So wake up, people. See the real deal. Pay attention to the real numbers they're out there. Question everything and watch these people talk out of both sides of their mouths. Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.